from WIS Politics in Madison. You're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. This is Kate Morton with WIS Politics here with a Capital Chats podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm here with my colleague Adam Kellenhofer in Madison to talk about an interview he did with our acting public defender, Katie York. So, Adam, tell us a little bit about that interview. Hi, Kate. Yeah. So acting public defender York and I got to talk a little bit about what some of the current challenges are for the state public defender's office. And we talked a little bit about the current pay raises that public defenders received and how that's impacting workloads. And before we jump into this, York is taking over from longtime public defender Kelly Thompson. Thompson is former governor Tommy Thompson's daughter. So York has been serving in this position since March, and she'll be serving in the position until the State Public Defender Board finishes up with its recruitment process to permanently fill the position. So let's just get right into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Capital Chats episode. Today, I'm joined in the office, actually, by acting State Public Defender Katie York. So, uh, acting Public Defender York, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. It's a pleasure to have you on. First things first, I just wanted to kind of get a general idea of what it's like being in this new office. So can you tell us, like, what are some changes that you're going through right now? Um, Well, I guess I have the added pressure of being the head of the agency for an interim period. Um, I would say a lot of it is similar to every position at the SPD where, you know, you have multiple hats, you're doing multiple things at at any given time. Um, But now I'm focused more on external uh, projects, working with people in the legislature, the governor's office, you know, meeting with other stakeholders statewide, as opposed to uh, focusing more on internal operations, which is what I've been doing for the past uh, many years. Mm. So is it a pretty significant change of pace for you? Uh, change of pace, just uh, different audience, different skill set to kind of work on. Yeah. Nice. Um, so what are some of the biggest challenges that the public defender's office faces right now? I know that pay was a major issue, maybe it still is, but what's on your plate right now? Yeah, I mean, pay is always important, um, but the last budget was amazing. So we got huge raises for both our staff attorneys and our private bar partners. So that, that's that been great. Um, and I think that will help deal with a lot of the issues that we've been facing in the last number of years. Shortage of attorneys is, is consistently an issue. It's not just for the public defender's office. It's for, you know, the practice of law across the board, certainly an issue also with prosecutors. So we're just continuing to work on recruitment, retention for both uh, our staff and our private bar attorneys. Mm. So how do you, if... You know, you rely on the legislature to give everyone raises, and a lot of people are kind of attracted to the profession they're attracted to because of money is a big uh, factor. How do you go about attracting new lawyers? Sure, sure. Money, yes, money always helps, right? Um, You know, I think it's really going out and meeting with law students, practitioners, and 
letting them know what it is that we do. You know, we, we do really important work. We're lucky to represent our clients. We are constantly fighting for them. Uh, we get to litigate a lot in all aspects. You know, we get to litigate in the circuit courts. Also, if you're in the appellate division, the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court, we get to represent, in, represent individuals, but we also get to fight for kind of bigger concepts, you know, the Constitution, statutory rights, things like that. So it's really important work and getting out there and talking to law students and practitioners to make them understand how great the work is. The culture in the office is wonderful. Um, we're definitely a team atmosphere. So making sure that people understand what a good place to work it is. Hmm. All right. That makes sense. Um, so can you talk a little bit more about how those pay raises affected uh, the state public defender's office? Like, is it has it completely eliminated this problem of of uh, staff vacancy issues. Sure. Uh, I wish it was a magic bullet, but it wasn't, right? It's it's an important step to working on uh, having a higher number of attorneys taking our cases, both staff and on the private side. Um, but, you know, it was, for staff, it was a significant raise, right? So that's going to help with your mortgage payment, maybe your student loans, daycare, which is I can speak firsthand is incredibly expensive. So having a significant increase in your pay, maybe uh, someone that was thinking, oh, maybe maybe I'm going to leave because I can't afford to have a family or buy a house, they might be able to rethink that now. They're here, they love the work, and, and now they'll have a better shot of being able to financially uh, continue doing work at the public defender's office. I think the same is, is true for the flip side of the private bar, you know, going from $70 an hour to $100 an hour is pretty significant. Significant. So that that kind of uh, recalculates uh, how how many cases you can take from the public defender's office. So we've definitely seen um, improvements in retention and increase in private bar attorneys taking our cases. Um, we're we're going to keep monitoring and see the long term impact of that. So has uh, have caseloads per attorney, have they kind of come down a little bit since the, before the, the pay raise issue? Uh, the caseloads are the same as with the pay raise issue, but there was a recent workload study that updated standards from 1973, I believe. It was a nationwide study. So what we're going to do is look at that study and try to uh, translate it to Wisconsin caseload and see how that will impact um, our, our attorney's workload here in Wisconsin. Very interesting. We'll definitely have to take a look at that um, as things go on. Um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit here to talk a little bit about what the legislature has been doing. I guess we have been talking about that a bit, but um, <laughs> the legislature is known for you know crafting bills, and many of those bills of late have uh, kind of wanted to increase or create new criminal penalties or kind of other kinds of penalties for breaking existing laws. Um, how do you think that's going to impact the court system if these laws do get passed? Sure. Sure. Well, I think a big part of our role at the SPD is to weigh in on that legislation. You know, when it comes through, give our perspective and how we think it's going to impact the criminal legal system. Um, but, I, you know, just generally, if if penalties are increased or crimes are increased, it's going to impact the workload in the criminal legal system. It's going to increase the number of cases and the amount of work that someone has to put in on, on any given case. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to 
it's going to impact the uh, the most valuable resource we have, which is attorney time, support staff time, and so. If those increases do occur, you know, I think we have to look at it holistically and make sure that we are building in the resources we need on on the defense side of things to help handle those cases. Mm, Right, because increasing those penalties would kind of just basically create more work for a lot of public defenders, right? Sure, sure. I mean, the, the higher the penalty, the more mandatory minimums, you know, the more difficult it is to resolve the case short of trial. Um, which means that you're going to be putting in more time on the cases. And quite quite frankly, you know, the impact on our clients is pretty significant. So we always work really hard for our clients, but as the penalties go up, you know, there's probably going to be uh, more work that's going to have to go into it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, now, I definitely want to switch gears here. So um, with the... Supreme Court, um, there's been a lot of news about the Supreme Court lately. And during the election cycle, uh, there were a lot of talk, there was a lot of talk about law and order um, and criminal issues and, you know, being tough on crime. Uh, the the Daryl Brooks um, Christmas parade tragedy happened a lot or uh, came up a lot during talks. Um, do you think, are, are we going to see a lot of criminal cases come up in the Supreme Court that you know, Supreme Justice, Supreme Court justices are going to have to weigh in on. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, the Supreme Court's always taking a fair number of criminal cases, and mm. I, it, it's usually been pretty consistent with the number of cases that come through on the criminal side. Uh, they also take a lot of mental health cases too, which the SPD handles. Mm. So I, I don't know that the number of cases coming through the Supreme Court would change at all. Um, I think when they're determining whether or not to accept review in a case, they're really looking at uh, the particular issue in that case, and and it can vary on whether or not it's an issue that's worthy of um, the court's review, you know, something that has more statewide importance. All right, got it. Um, I guess I have one one last question for you. So um, did uh, former SPD Kelly Thompson, did she have any words of advice for you taking over her post? Oh, words of advice. Um, (laughs) I wouldn't say that she had any specific words of advice, but she definitely uh, has given me a lot of support, and uh, she's given me a friendly ear to reach out to at any time. Um, It certainly is a difficult job. Every job at the SPD um, is very challenging, and, and having the acting state public defender role is no different, and so having her ear to talk to about issues and and, uh, her support is kind of what she's given me. All right, perfect. Um, That is uh, all I have time for today. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Well, Adam, thank you for sharing that interview with us. In the meantime, if our listeners want to hear some about some of the bills that were mentioned during that interview, they can head to our website at wispolitics.com. That's right, Kate. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnoffer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.